0: Hi, this is Dr. Otto Jenkins, and welcome to the Empire Longevity Podcast. I get asked this question often, often, and it's a very, very simple question that has not a very simple answer. But we're, we're going to try to make it as easy for you as possible today. And the question is this: What should I eat? What What should I eat? People. People, I, I, When I talk to people on a regular basis, and I, I speak across the country, I'm on podcasts, I do the Empire Longevity podcast, we have followers from all over the world. And the question I get on a regular basis is, what should I eat? I got to tell you, we have screwed this up so tremendously in America, it's it's appalling at times. It's appalling at times. It, it's appalling to, to what we consider to be actually food and nutrition. And what is allowed to be in foods? I mean, we could do another four hours just on that stuff alone. What's what's allowed to be in foods? What's allowed to be called foods? What's allowed to be sold? I mean, it's all of that is just, it's really quite astounding, to say the least. When we look at what we eat, we look at the, we start off with, in Empire Longevity, we start off with what we call the, the Pyramid of Health. In the Pyramid of Health, we talk about your mental and emotional aspects of your longevity. What are you doing on a regular basis to de-stress inside that cranium? Especially through the last two years, and we've seen the amount of ramping up of the sympathetic drive, knowing that ramping up of the sympathetic drive will lead you into increased cortisol levels. It will slowly rob you of your life. Uh, We've seen so many people in there, and we started measuring this in my office Uh, We've been doing this for since 2005, but the big measures we started to see in the fall of 2016. Now, if we look at this, that means we're going into six years of this, and we've seen so many people in such a dramatic hyper-sympathetic drive with their foots on a gas pedal. You are in that fight-or-flight state for six years that now you've become exhausted, and you're starting to move into what we call the parasympathetic side which is the rest and digest. It sounds like it's fantastic over there, but it's not. Now people are getting so weak that they aren't, aren't able to mount any kind of charge whatsoever. So we've seen that with our mental emotional aspects. We we look into the, the motion aspects, the exercise. How much should I exercise? And the magic number we look at is 150 minutes a week. You can do literally anything you want. Just get up off your ass and do something. The basis of the, of the of the foundation is the is an optimized nervous system. And we do that in my office on a regular basis. I will help you find uh, doctors who, who analyze your nervous system. And we do it with heart rate variability, surface EMG, which measures the muscle tone of you around the spine. And then With uh, thermography, which allows us to see how the autonomic, the automatic nervous system, i mean, think about all the stuff that you do every single day that goes on inside your body, that you don't even think about the automatic nervous system, your immune system, your cardiovascular, digestive, reproductive, all those things. And it's astounding. I mean, it's astounding that all this stuff goes on all the time. Without you ever thinking about it, I mean, it's just, I mean, just the circuitry that goes on in you, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. Just amazing. But the one aspect we get often is, is what do I eat? I don't know what to eat. I've gone and spoken up at uh, the local university at Cortland State University a numbers of times for my friend Jill Pace's class. And I look at a generation of of students who, uh, of Americans who were born with an umbilical cord that was attached to a cell phone. I had to learn how to use a cell phone. They were born with a cell phone. And I will ask them, half the class, half the class right now, I want you to look up the top 10 cancer-causing foods. Right now, look it up. And on this side, the other side of the class, I want you to look up the top 10 healthiest foods for you or or the anti-cancer foods. And I say, ready, set, go. Raise your hand when you have got that information. Now, let's be realistic. Google is going to come up and if you put in go, how long does it actually take? It takes like, you know, point point one four seconds or whatever it is. So say it takes, let's be bizarrely generous and say it takes 10 seconds, which you and I both know it doesn't. It takes 10 seconds to come up with that information. So the students raise their hands, you know, one bum bum, here we are, here we are, here. Now I've got literally the whole class has raised their hand. Fantastic. 10 seconds. We go through on the left one-hand side. We say, okay, show me. Let's start calling out, and I'll I'll pick, you know, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of the students until we get such a redundancy of answers. It's always the same stuff. And you guys know what it is the high sugary foods, it's you know, the high processed foods, it's the processed meats. It's, it's the same things that are going to be the top 10 cancer causing foods. And then we look at the top healthiest foods or anti cancer foods. And it's all the same stuff. I mean, it's, it's all the f- fresh fruits and vegetables. I ask the students a very, very simple question after that. And I say, you have had this information at your fingertips your whole life. And it took us 10 seconds, less than 10 seconds, to arrive at that information. And I said, For many of you, how many of you knew all the top 10 unhealthiest foods? And some will say, Well, we knew a couple of. Them. Or I asked them. Tell me the top healthiest foods. Tell me which ones, how many of you knew exactly, or you know, approximately, you knew all the top 10 foods? And they'll say, well, yeah, I know we know a few of them. And the question I get is very, very simple. How the hell did you not know these answers? How the hell did you not know what these foods were? You, the listener right now, how did you not know what those foods were? You want to do a, a, a fun little thing? Put this on hold, put this on pause, and go look for, Google up the top 10 anti-cancer foods, and then the top 10 cancer-promoting foods. Your jobs are eat more of one and eat none of the other. And I'm hoping you should know exactly which which groups that apply to. (laughs) If we don't, we have a much, much bigger problem than I thought we did. (laughs) <laughs> and so i, I asked the students you know, very, very simply how co- how did you not know this and i asked I asked the people my practice members when you become a practice member we go through a nutritional nutritional consult and i have them go through and do some of this stuff you tell me go look this up i will help educate you and coach you and lead you but i'm not and i may have to actually kick you in the butt along the way but dear lord you're gonna have to're you're they're the ones who have going to eat And so my journey on this and my own personal journey, and then to be your coach, your leader, your butt kicking uh, comrade, your butt kicking uh, friend here is how can we find foods, a nutritional program, a diet if you want, that helps you be as healthy as possible for as long as possible, that allows you to be fueled to fight cancers, Promote your own health, promote your own longevity, decrease the opportunity of of sugar spikes, decrease, I mean, promote your longevity, decrease inflammation, do these, do all the good positive stuff and and take away the the negative stuff. How can we do that? And, And the answer I've come to over years of studying this is that it's a vegetarian diet. It's as close to possible as a vegetarian diet. And my first steps into this came from speaking with and then following and reading a book by Dr. T. Colin Campbell from from Cornell. Dr. Campbell has been a, a keynote speaker for us at the Empire Longevity Symposium, and his, his big book, The China Study, set my head reeling. Is to how come we didn't know this stuff? And when I talk to students, I talk to many many people about this. Many people don't know what that book who, that what that book is about they think it's about you know just studying china and when it's actually about a way of eating that people around the world don't have the same health problems that we do and so we look at this and it's it's plant-based and so we also have to look at if we're going to be eating this way are there any other benefits that we can get One of the biggest ones we're also going to look at is is a book called Prevent and Reverse Heart Disease by another one of our guests, Dr. Caldwell Esselstyn. Esselstyn showed that you can not only prevent heart disease, but you can reverse heart disease by going to a strict plant-based diet. And some people say, well, isn't, isn't that, you know, isn't that a bit harsh? I said, well, it's not as harsh as having a heart attack. It's not as harsh as, not as harsh, harsh as. As going into the emergency room and not be able to breathe, it's not as harsh as, as having the people to crack open your 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 sternum and have to resuscitate, get your heart pumping again. I don't think it's that hard. Not as not, not, not as hard as those. Not as harsh as those. And if we look at Dan Beitner's book Blue Zones and start following what people do around the world to live the longest. And it's plant based. I mean, simply it's plant based. Eating more and more plants, minimizing, if not eliminating, animal products. And I, and I'm and I bring this to you because of this. I know some people are going to say, "Wait a minute!" But I want to have. I want to have. I want to have. If you want to have those, if you want to have the plant based foods, and but you're going to say, "Listen, I also want to have all these other meats too." Understand. The more times you eat meat, the less time you'll eat plants. I mean, your plate's only so big, right? And so you're going to have this amount to to the vegetables and any kind of you know way that you want to. And then the other part's going to be animal. And so more of the animal you have on your plate, the less plants that you have. It I mean, it's just mathematics. Also, knowing that if you want to eat that way with plants, I mean, with uh, with animals, eating more animals then you have to you have to have the side effects of that also, which increases your opportunity for cardiovascular disease actually increases your opportunity for to die. Understand this also, if the diets came out, if the programs came out and said now let's be just be totally crazy about this, if they came out and said that you should have only graham crackers every single day. And that's what you do to live the longest, my friends, I would tell you that I have I have no money into I have no skin in the game to tell you one thing versus the other. Down the road, we may carry products in Empire longevity, which helps, which which, which is going to show you this, so maybe some greens powder, you know, stuff like that, some greens or some product lines that do that stuff. But we're also able to Because once again, I I don't have any skin in the game like that. If it came out and said that the healthiest diet for you was a graham cracker-based diet, I would have a tons of graham crackers on our website. I want you to understand that. So if the studies came out and said that the people who are going to live the longest, who are going to be anti-cancer, who are going to have decreased opportunity for um obesities, decrease for cardiovasculars. If these people were ate only meat, then I, w- I would have those studies for you. I want you to understand that. And I, I think that's actually key and fundamental for our, you and mine, um, our association and our agreement together. I'm gonna try to bring you stuff that I've been shown to be the best for us to be around as long as possible. And so I want to show you one of the studies right now that we based a lot of this on. Not a lot of it, but it's, you know, again, it's based upon the work of T. Colin Campbell of Caldwell Elsiston, of Dan Beitner uh, talking to Dr. Michael Greger and um, his books, how not to die. and How not to diet. But this one, this one study is, is called the vegetarian dietary, vegetarian dietary patterns and mortality in Adventist health study Two. This came from the Journal of America Medical Association, uh, internal medicine, out of um, 2013. So, this is a nine year old paper. And once again, I look at this and say, how come we don't know about this? (laughs) You know, it's once again, how come we know about this? This studies have been out there forever. This is nine years is a long time when it comes to research. Uh, What they did was, I'm going to read the abstract to you and some of the conclusions because I can't go through the whole thing for you. It's about 18 pages. And yes, I do read all of that. The objective of this was to evaluate the association between association between vegetarian dietary patterns and mortality. Uh, they had um, 96,000 seventh day Adventist men and women recruited between 2002 and 2007 with their sample size of 73,000 participants. So it's not a small study. It's not like a couple hundred people, it's 73,000 people. The diet was assessed at baseline by a quantitative food frequency questionnaire and categorized into five dietary patterns. Non-vegetarian, which are those people who ate meats and animals, semi-vegetarian, pesco-vegetarian, which means they ate fish along with it. Lacto-ovo, which means you eat eggs and then uh, totally vegan. The re- relationship between vegetarian dietary patterns this is the main outcome and measure, and all cause and cause specific mortality deaths through two thousand nine were identified from the national death in- index. The results were this: there were twenty five, there were two thousand five hundred seventy deaths among the seventy three thousand participants um, during this time. And what's interesting about this is. If you reach, say the number was number one. Number one means that this diet this diet is deadly for you. The closer, you, the farther you get away from one, closer to zero, the better off you are. And that's how they did this analysis and gave the numbers of this. The, use, the term they use is the adjusted health, excuse me, adjusted hazard ratio. The hazard ratio, which just sounds like, I don't want to have that. I don't want to have any of that at all. <laughs> the adjusted hazard ratio. For all-cause mortality in all vegetarians combined versus non-vegetarians was 0.88. So the closer you get to, to one, the worse off you are. The farther you get away from it, the better off you are. And you don't get down to like 0.2. You, I mean, the best we're going to get in this study is um, like closer to 8, 0.8. And so for everybody in there, it was 0.88. For mortality in vegans it was 0.85. And the lacto-ovo vegetarians was 0. 0.91, and the pescata- pesca pesco vegetarians was 0. 0.81, and semi vegetarians was 0. 0.92, compared with non vegetarians. And so you look at the the um, excuse me, I read some of that. So it was it was 0. 0.92 for the non vegetarians, the people who ate animals. Theirs was the closest to one. Their hazard ratio was the greatest. Now, what's that mean? Uh, Significant associations with vegetarian diets were were detected for cardiovascular mortality, non-cardiovascular, non-cancer mortality, renal mortality, and endocrine mortality. Associations in men were larger and more often significant than they were in those of women. The conclusions were this. Vegetarian diets are associated with lower all cause mortality and with some reduction in cause specific mortality. Uh, The results appeared more robust in females. So you look at this and, and just the statistics come back and they start to show you over and over again, that the, if we get you eating plants much more often, your opportunity, if we get you to eat them much more often, so if we have a plate, you know, put a plate in front of you. For many Americans, it was, you know, let me give, let me have the biggest steaks possible. And so we try to minimize our mouths. And you can tell me I love to go to cookouts. I love to cook out in the back grill. I got my beautiful grill going there. I got the smoker and everything. And I'm actually quite invested into this. I, I get that. Understand that for us to be around the longest for the best, not just a long time, but to have us along around the longest doing our best, we need to move to our much more plant based eating style. Will it be different from you? Yeah. Will it be difficult? No, it'll be different. It won't be hard. It'll be different. And there's a big difference between those two. It won't be hard. It'll just be, it'll be different. Because you're going to have to change the way you shop at the grocery store, and you're going to have to change some of your meals that you make. If you look at that, if from, if from um, published in March of 2022, which is right now, plant-based dietary patterns in relation to mortality among older adults in China. He's finding support the benefit beneficial role of overall and healthful plant-based dietary patterns. The quality, not only quantity, of plant foods should be emphasized in relevant public health recommendations. And they say this, eat more plants. Again, I, have, I want you to understand that you're, you're, you are trusting in me to go find the information for you. I have no skin in the game. We're down the road if we start holding we start having products upon the empire longevity websites we do that because from what we see this way of eating helps you to be around the longest and best we want to be around longer but to be around longer we also want to be better while we're along and we need to decrease your opportunity for diseases and the damage that diseases do to us. We need to, on a regular basis, promote our health so that we, one, stop diseases or minimize the effect that diseases have upon us, and two, allow us to repair better, and three, then allow us to live as long as we'd like to, as well as we'd like to. Absolutely fundamental, absolutely fundamental that we need to, one, decrease the opportunity for diseases to be with us. Are we ever going to have diseases? Well, yes. If we were going to go day by day and actually analyze our cellular structures, we'd probably see that we all have cancers every single day. Then how come we aren't devastated with cancers? Well, because our body does the job it's supposed to. Other things we're going to talk about down the road is, is, is fasting and decreasing the amount of foods we eat so that our metabolic load upon ourselves is decreased a whole a whole other type of thinking so again we want to decrease our opportunity for disease to start with us we also want to be as health promoting as possible from the research we've looked at the articles we've looked at the books i've read the speakers i've spoken with the incredible people the personalities we've had upon in the empire longevity podcast it's going to be plant-based if we can get you eating more and more vegetables and plants you and i are better off for this in this study i want you to understand that the the one study that one the one they look at of all the ways of eating vegans were 0.85 the people ate the um so we had the ones who ate eggs we're the ones who ate fish. It's actually the people who ate, who were the pesca vegetarians. The ones who were. ate seafood, along with the majority of it being plant-based, actually had the lowest hazard ratio. Well, they think that's mostly because of having the beneficial um, fats from the fatty oils from the fish themselves. But the tough part about that now is that uh, our, our our oceans are just massively polluted, and you're eating polluted fish. That's a tough part. I mean, it's just it's abysmal what we've done to that. And if you listen to Doctor uh, Doctor Doctor Patrick Coleman on um, one of our podcasts with the uh, Well Planet Project, you'll be like, "Holy crap! All the now we're just we're just killing the oceans left and right." But it's it's the ones who have majority of it going to be plant based. How can we get you to do that? It's going to be different for you i understand it's not hard it's just different and if we can have you moving better feeling better and actually showing through your body analysis through blood work through neurological testing maybe dna testing that you're actually younger in the process how interested in that would you be yeah i thought so let's start with the opportunity of you're going to start eating let's start with this that you start taking two, three, four days out of the week and you eat only only a vegetable-based, excuse me, a plant-based diet. Start off with two days. If we can start doing this on a regular basis, here's one of the crazy things, especially now that we are in um, where I'm seeing uh, prices skyrocket at our grocery stores. And one of the things, and I, I didn't know, I did not know about this because I don't I don't buy beef, I don't buy meat is that they say that that meat is actually out of control with prices. Well, you want to decrease your grocery bill. Don't buy the things that are super expensive. I I know that's a simple thing, isn't it? So what do you do? You add in more, more plant-based eating. I want to thank you for being along with us today. And I know this is a different talk for you, but I, I get asked this on a regular basis. I get asked this literally on a daily basis. So much so that we need to do talks like this, and so much so that I need to hold programs in my office and have our practice members come to this and start us on a basis. I'll be I'll be very self serving when it comes to our practice. That when you're healthier, quite frankly, my job gets a lot e- gets a lot easier. <laughs> How self serving can that possibly be? I know. I want to thank you for being with us on the Empire Longevity Podcast and and take the steps today to being your best. We want your next decade, next decades to be your next best decades. When we do that, man, we all win. We all win. I'm Dr. Otto Janky. Thank you for being with us today.